Welcome everybody into Real Fun Sports presented by Prince Frederick Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. I'm Courtney Lachlan joined by Kelly Collis. Kelly, we have a lot of news to get to and we actually have some very special guests joining us today on Real Fun Sports that we're pretty excited about. Um, but first, we got to talk about some really exciting news this week because women broke headlines um, in sports. And I do just also want to mention, too, that our, our guest, Kelly, we're going to be talking about some basketball, some local college athletics. Tanya Vogel, the athletic director at GW, will be joining us, as well as um, men's basketball player Jamison Battle. But let's get Kelly to the biggest news that we found this week is that women broke the headlines. And I know you're passionate about baseball, Kelly. So what do you got for us in terms, in terms of some headlines with women in sports this week? Yeah, this happened a couple of days ago. Of course, Kim Ang is the general manager, the first female Asian American to run a major league sports team. Uh, that would be the Miami Marlins. And we're learning a lot about her. She's been in uh, the ML, working for the MLB, the organization, for many years. But, but even before that, she was working on several different teams. What was really interesting about this, and, and you know, it, Courtney, as you and I had been um, sort of covering women in sports over the last several weeks, I was thinking about how Major League Baseball has kind of like missed the mark a little bit with females. Um, you don't really hear a lot about them. And then to hear this news all of a sudden come out um, was super excited and way to just like bash through the glass ceiling. <laughs> um, she's just an incredible woman. And uh, a lot of people are saying that she is overqualified for this position and it was a long time coming but the today show sat down with her and talked to her and you can just tell this woman one is very talented but also very humble you know the moment the second i actually didn't believe it i was in utter disbelief um, i generally play things fairly close to the vest and derek jeter uh we were on zoom looked at me and he said you can at least smile. <laughs> he said, you kind of started, but then you stopped. And, um, you know, at that point, I, I think I, I got a little bit overwhelmed just in terms of, you know, realizing that it had been so many years in the making and it was finally here. Yeah, she started as an intern um, 30 years ago working for teams. I mean, she's worked for the Dodgers, the Yankees, the White Sox. Um, there's just no question that she knows every aspect of this game and it will be super interesting to see her, um, you know, in this role and what this means for women. I, I do want to mention though, um, something that we talked about a couple years ago, this is, I believe no longer the case over at the nationals. They had one, the Washington nationals had one of, they were the leader in female executives in the front office of major league sports a couple of years ago. Uh, Valerie Camillo, who was the CMO at the time was kind of like leading that charge that there's been some changes since she left. She's now of course with the flyers, but there are, there has been movement. It's mm -hmm. just none that are celebrated like this in such a visible role as general manager. And Kelly, you know, not the, not exciting news, but I know that you and I are going to be having some more conversations about women in sports with women in sports. And we actually had an opportunity to talk to somebody um, this past week that we'll, we'll air that interview in a little bit. And I remember her saying when we were talking about all these news stories about these women breaking into sports like this and, and having these women in these headlines, especially during this week, she says, yeah, they might not be, they might be the first, but they're not going to be the last. And so I think this is a huge step for 
women, for women in sports, for in general, just women to be able to see other women in these in these leading roles. Yeah, for sure. So it's exciting stuff. And then, of course, I mean, it's like it was made for us, Courtney. Like we got a baseball story and then we got a hockey story. <laughs> I this is it's literally like we didn't even really have to work on this show a lot. We're like, well, women in baseball, women in hockey. Um, this is this is incredible. So, yeah. So I mentioned at the top of the show, a big, obviously, week for women in sports, as you ca- mentioned, Kelly, baseball and then hockey. So that was kind of the baseball story, obviously, on the national level and then kind of a little bit closer to home. And that is that the Hershey Bears, the affiliate to the Washington Capitals, have hired a female video coach, Emily Engel Natsky. She becomes the first female coach in the Caps organization hired by the Hershey Bears. And this is, again, just an incredible story of of and for women of what they can do, especially in the sports world. Um, Emily is currently still working with the Wisconsin Badgers, the NCAA men's team. She spent several years with Wisconsin, with the University of Wisconsin, working in, in their athletic department and as their video coach. And this movement kind of happened because other things happened, right? So we actually talked about it too on this show. When the Caps video coach left, he went to Seattle. So that left an opportunity open with the Caps. And then the Hershey Bears moved their video coach to uh, the Washington Capitals, which left this position open for the Hershey Bears. Their season is expected to start February um, 5th, so early um, in 2021. And it, the video coach, to be honest, it has changed the game and the sports drastically in terms of what these video coaches are able to break down in-game, during-game, during practices. And so I found this clip of Emily doing work in Wisconsin to kind of give us a little bit of a snapshot um, of what she does behind the scenes in terms of video breakdowns for sports teams. This is what a typical, I guess, game looks like. Um, Each of these rows is a different category or different systems. Even like if I watch a game, like an NHL game, as I'm watching, I'm like, okay, forecheck, breakout, like you kind of think in terms of how things are happening. I can't really just like watch a game and just like not think about it. Um, So you're looking for every little thing that happens that might help your team win. Wow. The computer with all the different colors and the color coded of the forecheck and the back check and the power play and the penalty kill, I think it just... A, it's incredible. Congratulations to her um, on that position at number one. And then number two, how technical these games have gotten, right? And how technical these sports have gotten in terms of the access that they have to technology. Later in that video, she actually goes on to say, I break these clips down in real time during a game so that when players come off the bench after a shift, they're then watching what they've done. Um, I never had that when I played. It was like, good job, Courtney, a pat on the back and off you go. Or, hey, do you remember that play? And I'd be like, I don't remember that play at all. Um, So it's just the technology of these sports and the way that these sports are going to me is just incredible. Yeah, well, you know, Courtney, when you and I went to the media day for the Caps, gosh, back... Almost oh, over gosh, a year. Right. Yeah, over a year ago, they were showing some of the technology of the sensors that they put inside the jerseys that can monitor the players' heart rates and how they're doing, and 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 it's just like kind of incredible. So you, you that's like another layer of it. But um, yeah, we we had Sarah who just commented about 
seeing Emily. It's just awesome to, to hear this. And uh, there's more to come, right? Like this is Absolutely. just the, this is just the beginning. And, and to see these leaders in the organization makes us so um, happy. And it also makes us want to like understand the how they got to where they were. Like how right. did you know? How did they start? Because it is it's it's not easy. And I know that from talking to some of my friends that work for for professional sports teams, it's it's not easy. Uh, some of my female friends. So, well, and really someone cool. that someone that we'll be um, bringing in just in a little bit here after we get to one more topic is someone who also had a path that is in college athletics, and that's Tanya Vogel. She's the athletic director at GW, and we're going to bring her in live in just a minute. Kelly, super excited! We're going to have some live guests here on our show. Good stuff. Um, but before that, Kelly, you did mention jerseys, and I do remember that media day when we were at uh, MedStar, and they were talking about all these jerseys and the technology in them, and everything that they're able to analyze sweat rates and heart rate. Um, so speaking of jerseys real quick, Kelly, I know that we talked about this last week and that was at the Washington Capitals and all 31 teams around the NHL were going to be releasing these reverse retro jerseys um, mm -hmm. created by Adidas. Well, they're out. They came out on Monday. Um, Caps fans, I, I took to Twitter to ask them their thoughts on these Caps reverse retro jerseys. Gotta say, not positive. Um, Kelly Collis, <laughs> is uh, is this new Caps jersey on your shopping list? <laughs> no, it, it's really not. Um, it, first off, I'm glad that they stayed with red because they were like we were speculating last week that they might switch to the old school blue. Right. Um, the the um, the the mascot is, looks very angry and scary, <laughs> and I I really I really just don't I just it doesn't do it for me. I, look, a lot of people like the Screaming Eagle, yeah, um, and this is a reverse retro back to 1997, and yeah. like you said, yeah. Kelly, they, they kept that rock the red theme of taking that Screaming Eagle. Um, it's too much. I think it's just, it's a lot. You've got the Eagle, you've got the caps down the side, and the, the Capitol building on the, I don't know. I, to me... Sure, the colors are great. Um, I just, I, I feel like it's just a lot. It's a lot happening on that jersey. Although I will say that Kelly, I know your husband, big Buffalo fan. I know that he was happy. Um, I think with the Buffalo Sabers, a lot of teams did do a good job um, yeah. of their of these retro jerseys. Yeah. That I guess we'll see these teams as collectively play in games um, throughout the season. Sarah. Also, my my Caps jersey, I took got a Stanley Cup patch that I I don't sew anything. I don't sew buttons. I don't sew my kids' clothes. I don't do anything. I sewed my patch on my Caps jersey, and it took me a very long time and several attempts to do it. So I'm sticking with that jersey. I don't blame you. I mean that one or the Stanley Cup one. I mean, yeah. you've yeah. got to rock the Stanley Cup one yeah, all know. the time. So. I guess if you want that jersey, they go on sale January, uh, December 1st if you want to catch the new Caps retro jersey. I, I feel like I just have to have one to add to the collection, although I... Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> just take a look behind you. I'm sure you need some more cap stuff. I mean, my gosh, the, the Lachlan family, how can they survive without any more cap stuff? Right? I just feel like I just have to have one. Every time there's a new Caps thing, I'm like, yeah, got to have it. Um, so I will probably buy one. No idea what I'll do with it. You'll just, I'll pin it up back here or something as as a new backdrop um so that's kind of your sports women in sports news and some things happening around the dmv with sports kelly you and i are also very excited about our guests coming up on real fun sports because we're going to talk 
about local sports, GW Athletics, and we have two very special guests. First, I want to welcome Tanya Vogel. She is the athletic director at GW, so a great local tie to the D.C. area. Tanya, thank you so much for joining Kelly and I in Real Fun Sports. Yeah, Kelly, Courtney, it's so great to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, so Tanya, you're the head athletic director at GW. Um, you were the first women's soccer player inducted into the GW Athletic Hall of Fame. You're a former women's soccer player yourself. I also read that you have multiple degrees, so you're probably much smarter than Kelly and I. <laughs> um, but I guess first kind of give us the landscape of what's happening with college athletics and everything that's happening with college athletics at GW. Yeah, it's such a fascinating time. You know, we continue to say that this is um, this is the most challenging time collectively for all of us. Right. You know, we we started um, if you think back to March um, and March 12th, specifically for us, when we just we just put everything uh, we pulled everything to a screeching halt. Um, and, and from there, I'll be honest, you know, I thought, well, how are we going to do this? How are we going to how are we going to recruit? How are we going to coach? How are we going to engage? Um, in this virtual space. And, and really, I've been so impressed by the people in college athletics that continue to reinvent themselves and figure out new ways of doing business. So we are today one week away from opening up college basketball season. And I, I can tell you, we are just so excited for, um, you know, we have 120 full-time staff people and 500 student athletes that are the most competitive people and um, we're getting to a point where our Zoom calls are even competitive. <laughs> I can't wait to get back out on the court and have our student athletes have the opportunity to play. Um, we're just so excited. It's been a long journey, but we're happy to be here. And so what does that look like? I mean, we know about all these other professional teams and some, kind of the struggles and setbacks that they've had. What have you guys done to make this big game against Navy coming up next week happen? Yeah, you know, we're really, really fortunate at George Washington University. We have outstanding leadership with our president, um, but we have incredible leaders in the dean of our public health school um, and our, uh, the dean of our business school, the dean of our nursing school. So one of the things that we were really fortunate to establish over the summer was a testing protocol um, that is housed within GW. So we've been testing all of our athletes since August. Um, we just this week moved into our three times a week testing um, protocols for our men's women's basketball teams, their coaches and the staff members that are closest to them. Um, and so I think it's, it's that um, in terms of testing, it is, uh, you know, if you think about all the, the sanitation, all the, um, the different protocols you need to have just to host, uh, we've really, we've done a ton, ton of work. You know, you'll see scores tables that have people separated um, in a safe distance. You'll see our benches are actually going to be on opposite sides from our scores table, things like that, that have just made it um, a, a safe environment for our teams to be able to compete. But it's been a lot. And you think about, you think about uh, facility staff members and medical staff members, this is all brand new to them. And so I think what we've heard um, in professional sports, and you've definitely heard it in the college setting, is like we're rewriting protocols um, you know, that have been in place for 20 plus years. We're completely rewriting it. Um, and it's it's been fascinating to watch. But I, I just am so proud of the people on our staff and our students um, for, for kind of bearing with us as we uh, build the plane while we're flying it. At, Tanya, you mentioned, and we obviously mentioned here that next week is a big week for 
basketball. Um, and, you know, when I was kind of doing some research, that is the only game I know that's on the schedule. So I don't know how much you're allowed to tell us or what you can tell us, maybe about what we can expect um, moving forward with not just basketball, but college athletics, because I know even a lot of programs and schools have already canceled a lot of their athletic programs for this upcoming season. So is there anything that you can share with us about George Washington and their athletic department for the 2020-2021 season? Yeah, you know, um, as you probably know, most of the conferences postponed all our fall sports with the idea that we'd be able to compete in the spring. Um, we've been meeting as ADs in the Atlantic 10 Conference mm -hmm. every week since sometime in June, and our, our, our presidents have been highly engaged. And so just last week, the, the presidents of the A-10 Conference decided to move forward with competing in both spring and fall sports um, starting in January. So we'll be able to reveal those schedules soon. Um, for right now, our focus is, is completely on men's and women's basketball. And so um, that's where our focus is. We should be uh, revealing our non-conference slate here shortly. We've been working hand in hand with the District of Columbia as well to be able to host. And so we're in the final stages of getting everything approved and then announcements can be made. That's that's like news to my ears. Um, <laughs> and it's just amazing. I, I love to hear that. Before um, we bring in uh, uh, one of your basketball players, one of your men's bas basketball players that we'll be playing next week, um, I wanted to ask you just what you're, you mentioned recruiting very briefly. What are you seeing in the landscape? I've got high schoolers, right? And Ugh. a lot of their stuff has been paused. You've got to still, you know, bring in new athletes for the next year. How is that going? What does that look like? Yeah, you know, the thing that I'm going to, I'm going to focus on the positives. And one of the positives that's come out of this is that we now do these virtual calls all the time. And that technology existed before March. Um, but our coaches weren't really doing, you know, using that. It's it, you know, you might you might have jumped on a Skype call with an international prospect, but you weren't doing this with your domestic uh, prospective student athletes. So, I think coaches have been really creative, doing virtual tours, walking around our campus, sharing GW with students that are living all over the world. Um, and I think students have had to become creative too in, in how they showcase their talents because right now we're not able to go out on the road. Um, we've been in a dead period for, for uh, goodness, since March. Um, and, and we're probably going to be in a dead period for a bit longer. And um, so we've just had to get more creative. And I have found that coaches across the country, again, you're talking about some of the most competitive people. Um, they have found a way to connect with prospective student athletes, but Let's hope that we get that vaccine. Let's hope that we are um, kind of uh, freeing things up in 2021 um, because it's it's time to be competing again. It's time to get back out on the road and, and we can't wait for our return to normalcy. Well, Tanya, let's bring in one of those student athletes that you mentioned, and that is a sophomore with the GW men's basketball program, uh, Jamison Battle. Jamison, thanks for joining me, Kelly, and Tanya. Thanks for joining Real Fun Sports. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, so, Jamison, a lot of what we were just talking about is GW basketball, and you guys are um, getting ready to play your first game. It will be aired on CBS, which is super exciting, next Wednesday. I believe that's November 25th. Um, what can we expect to see from not only just men's basketball program, but that game for any of those that for any of those that are sitting at home wanting and craving college basketball? It's going to be a competitive game. I mean, it's the first game of the college basketball season. So I think you're going to see you're just going to see a lot of competitive play and you're just going to see, obviously, from GW, a lot of threes. 
and that's kind of how we play. But I know everyone here, we're all excited to play. We're all excited to get back to basketball, and it's kind of it's kind of our goal just to inspire people, just because it's the first game back, and we want to just inspire people that they missed this since March and they missed the NCAA tournament. They missed all those games, so we're just here to inspire people and make make their day better. And so your season last your your first season last year kind of ended abruptly. How have you like mentally prepared to go into a competitive uh, competition? I mean, a competition that you haven't really done for you know months now. Yeah, so I think the biggest thing with with Coach Christian is he he preaches being mentally strong, right? So there's a lot of things we do. We'll meditate before practice. We'll while we were home, we, we would meditate and do yoga every week. So there's kind of things that prepared us for this moment, prepared us to to be ready for this game on when, next Wednesday. So I feel like we're, we're all ready and mentally prepared just because of what we did in the off season to improve. Can you, do you have like any of those meditations? Like what, did, <laughs> what would you guys say? Like I, I need to get into Zen right about now. Like how do you, I don't, do you have any secrets or anything that he's shared with you about meditating and, and literally how to do it effectively? Because I cannot sh- shut my brain off pretty much Honestly, ever. It's just like, for us, it's just about the breathing. It's the breathing techniques. We'll do like five breaths in and then five breaths out. So I think that's kind of that's kind of how I take it. Just the breathing techniques and that settling yourself down and just being in the present in the moment. Like he wants us to stand where be where your two feet are in the moment. So it's kind of just being present in the moment and using those breathing techniques. I wish I had known that before the show when I was nervous and introducing you guys. I wish I had learned those tips before. <laughs> Um, that's awesome. Kelly, I'm going to totally do that. Yeah, no, that's, that's, it's great to talk to you and we wish you guys the best of luck. I know, uh, it must be exciting for you guys to get back on the court and it's so exciting cheering on a local team. And I bet, I bet the whole team and the coaching staff is just raring to go. Yep. Yep. Um, one more question. And I, this could be for actually both of you, both Tanya and Jameson. I did hear that you guys are both musical. Is that correct, Jameson? You play the saxophone. Tanya, you're into music as well. Uh, Jameson's way better than at the sax than I am at the piano, but yeah, yeah. you got to be multifaceted, right, Jameson? Hmm. I like that. Athletes, musical. Kelly, where did we go wrong? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Well, we just like to talk about sports. Just stick a microphone in front of our face and we'll be fine. Um, but thank you guys so much for joining Real Fun Sports with uh, Kelly Collis and I. It was great to have you. And I know that for all of the sports fans out there, whether they're following NHL, MLB, um, it'll be really exciting to have college basketball back on our TVs next week. So you can check out the GW men's basketball team take on Navy uh, next Wednesday on CBS. Um, so thank you guys so much for joining us, Jamison Battle and Tanya Vogel. We appreciate you guys coming on here and talking some local, local sports and some college basketball. Thank you. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Courtney. Take care. Huh. It's exciting stuff. Um, you're right. I mean, college basketball, the return of that is, is sort of a sign of, um, some really cool things. I mean, you, the college sports have kind of been pushed aside. Certainly the football has had a lot of issues um, getting off the ground and lots of um, canceled games. So it is great to see them. Well, and back. what I didn't realize, too, is that, yeah, this is the return of basketball, but there's really nothing set in stone after that, right? And we heard Tanya saying that um, they hope to plan to continue their season with some non-conference games. But this is kind of, I guess, the first test, right, to see how they can execute it, how can they – 
execute um, these games, which I didn't even realize that, yeah, great college basketball is back, but not entirely because so many programs and yeah. schools around the entire country have canceled um, their seasons. So it, it is exciting. I think it's nice to people love college athletics, right? I mean, there is something so pure and innocent and fun and exciting about watching them. Um, so it's, it's, it's exciting. I'm actually excited about it. I don't think I've, I don't want to say this. I don't know how many college basketball games that I've I've watched, but I will turn on that one now. Yes, because we love sports <laughs> and we will take it any way we can <laughs> from golf to college basketball. That is what we do, Courtney. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about the golf. <laughs> we talked about that last week. And Dustin Johnson, oh my gosh, tying back to hockey because his father-in-law is Wayne Gretzky, won the Masters. Trust me, you know my husband thinks Wayne Gretzky walks on water. He was so excited about the whole thing. Was he really? <laughs> oh, yes. Was that his first Masters win? Yes, but not his first tournament win. Hmm. Yeah, very, very good stuff. Well, I like this show, Kelly. We're very well-rounded today. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're going to give ourselves an A. <laughs> <laughs> we covered everything, women's sports, college basketball. We even talked a little golf. Um, so, yeah, good show today, and we definitely appreciate our guests. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is me with the World Series. Yeah, the World Series champions, Washington Nationals 2019, the last time, you know, the MLB was amazing. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that in, Producer Tommy. Appreciate that. We well, need to get. We need to balance it out with you with the Stanley Cup because I know you've got one. I do. Okay, yeah, that'll be my task for the next okay. show. All right, I'll get. I'm just gonna get a big blow up of it. Maybe I'll just like paint a mural on the wall. I don't know. <laughs> sure, my... or just wear your ring. You take your dad's <laughs> ring and just show off your bling. It's in a safe that I don't know the combo to. <laughs> They're you smart. Gotta, you gotta figure that out. Put it like at their birthday and anniversary combined together. It's probably something like that. That's true. That'll be my task this weekend. Um, Kelly, you and I do have some exciting things coming up with some great conversations um, with some women in sports that I know that we're anxious to kind of get rolling with and to start having some bigger and better conversations with a lot of women in sports. And this was kind of just the tip of the iceberg and the start of these conversations. Yes. Yes. And we always are interested in hearing if there's someone, a woman in sports that you think we should know about, hit us up on Twitter, on Facebook, and we would love to meet with them, talk with them, because they're people at all different levels. They don't even have to be working for a professional team. We're, we're, we're talking to a, a woman who's doing incredible stuff with women's fans and mm -hmm. analytics around brands getting involved with um, professional sports teams. So it's kind of at all levels and it's gonna be exciting to see all this come together in 2021. It sure will. Well, thanks everybody for joining Kelly Collis and I. I'm Courtney Lachlan. This has been another episode of Real Fun Sports and Kelly, it was real fun today as we talked about <laughs> all sports, women's sports, men's basketball, golf, Dustin Johnson, Wayne Gretzky. We definitely touched it all today. Um, so we thank you, everybody, for joining in and listening to Kelly Collis and I talk some sports. We'll see you guys next time. This has been Real Fun Sports, presented by Prince Frederick Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Visit PrinceFrederickDodge.com. At Prince Frederick Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, they always treat my family like family. And Prince Frederick Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram will do the same for you. They bring excitement to Southern Maryland. Welcoming cap superstars, baseball and football players. Popping up a beach party in their parking lot. They make the holidays bright for everyone and extra special for some with Toys for Tots. 
Now, Prince Frederick Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram brings Southern Maryland excitement to you. We've delivered as far as Massachusetts so far. Anywhere, anytime, we're open for delivery. We can pick your vehicle up, car will be repaired, brought back to the home, sanitized again, contact free. The biggest thing that everybody's thinking about is how can I be safe? How can I still get my vehicle? How can I choose a new vehicle? You know, we have everybody sitting at home. It's kind of fun to look at a new car. We're pre-owned. Visit Prince Frederick Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram at PrinceFrederickDodge.com or come see them on Route 4 South in the heart of Prince Frederick. And thanks to Crop Metcalf. Not sure your home's cooling system is going to make it through the rest of the season? Call Crop Metcalf today and ask about special installation and service financing plans, including six months of no payments on qualifying service calls. Visit CropMetcalf.com to schedule an appointment. Crop Metcalf, home of the five-star technician.